0: right now on youtube awesome i'm super excited to start off this live stream with you guys and to be here and to connect with y'all um i know i did this pretty impromptu and i just kind of clicked the live button so it may take you guys a few minutes to join but i do have a, a pretty sizable topic today to discuss and I want to release this onto YouTube. Usually I don't release things like just randomly like that on YouTube, especially when it's a pretty potent download. But um, let's let's get ahead and, and, and talk about this real quick. So as we wait for people to join, let me just uh, fix this title because I messed this up. Um, yeah, okay, here we go. So if you're in the chat, let me know, say what's up. Uh, say what's up to me so that way I know you're here. And um, it's pretty cool. I really do enjoy doing these live chats. And I was just doing like a live uh, session on Instagram real quick. And I had some info flow through me. And um, I thought that this would be the perfect time to continue that conversation and to let that energy keep going. Okay, so we see some people um, in the chat. Awesome. And, and to just like expand on those thoughts. That way I could kind of have these thoughts documented at least on the YouTube channel that I can listen back to it and refine it for another teaching, for another, um, you know, frequency. So what is up, Jiggy? What's up, Louise? How you doing, guys? I hope you are doing well. Um, today's been very interesting, and there's been a lot of different things going on in my life, um, and, you know, me- metaphysically, spiritually. So there's just so many changes going on in the world, and uh, I want to talk to you today about the gray magician. What does it mean to be a gray magician or someone that is on the path of neutrality? Meaning you don't align with the light or the dark. You don't align with duality. You don't align with negative or positive. You are literally just in between all of these spiritual forces. Okay. So, so that's what I want to talk to you today about. And it's going to be a pretty um interesting conversation so grab some popcorn grab a seat grab some water and uh get ready to expand your consciousness get ready to really like think about these things and question these kinds of these deep deep understandings that I have contemplated because one thing that I see in the spiritual community is a lot of pushing of one kind of frequency so it's either pushing like Oh, love and light! Like we gotta love our neighbor, we gotta love everybody, and we gotta be super loving um, and empathetic, or, or empathic and just understanding of people. So, if somebody steps on on you, on you, basically, you're supposed to just forgive them. That's their their philosophy. And I feel that this is, this is a very bad philosophy to live by. Now, forgiveness is powerful. Yes, you want to forgive people, but it's like if somebody punches you in the face, right? Are you going to just sit there and take the punch and not punch them back. And so the the love and light spiritual community or the love and light philosophy, I'm not really talking about community here. I'm t- talking more about belief systems. So the love and light belief system would be, um, <laughs> yes, I know what you're talking about. The love and light belief system would be, uh, like, basically just loving the death out of your enemy, which doesn't work. And by the way, this is a continuation of that that last video that I did. Those last two videos that I did that were live. Live chat, The Magician's descent, and Becoming a Spiritual Adept. This is the third volume in that series. So I'm, I'm putting this one out free on YouTube. Um, and maybe we'll, you know, I'm going to continue this series um, in the School of Mysticism. So that is what I'm doing like you're getting the, the rough outlines of this, uh, this whole series. And then the real series is going to be posted in my school. And that way I can go way more in depth in the school, but I want to talk to you about this. So this is, these are just my rough thoughts basically that you guys are going to get uh, a chance to listen to. Um, so if you have love and light and, and love and light is great, you need love and you need light. If you, if you don't have love, you are empty in your life, okay, you will you will be devoid of everything in your life like legitimately Okay, love is extremely important emotion and energy And if you don't have light you can't see anything in this world you like our our world is made out of light So we need light we need light and we need love but I think we take it too far to some degree where if we're in this state of perpetual love which is what the spiritual community teaches right it says hey you just have to be in a state of perpetual love all of the time be blissed out all of the time what what happens on your journey is that because you are blissed out 24 7 and you're constantly in this state of ecstasy it's almost like you're on a drug it's almost like you're on a drug that you've self-created which People will be like, well, if you can create the best drug in your life and it's, it's uh, natural, why wouldn't you take it? Because here's what, here's the problem when you're in this, this high of oxytocin and this high of dopamine and, and feel good hormones, you're only perceiving reality from this state of consciousness. You're not perceiving reality, uh, on, on any other frequency. You're not able to see logic. You're not able to see, um, different perspectives. You're not able to see why somebody would be angry at another person. You're not able to see why there are problems. You have to be like, ask any spiritual person. They'll tell you, just love everybody, man. If we just had love, we could just fix the world. And the world just doesn't care about that. The world just doesn't respond to that mode of thinking. If you haven't noticed. Okay, so I sat with myself now. I'm not here talking to you saying like, oh, I don't love anything I have an immense love inside of me Okay, and that love keeps me from chasing love outside of myself or looking for love in other forms And I can find that love from within But I also know balance I know balance between the different energies and the different emotions By the way, if you're tuning in right now I'm giving a potent download. Okay, the last couple videos. I know I've just been posting uh, course materials and stuff This one's this one's a real download. So really sit down and and get ready for this This is gonna be like an old-school TMU video that I used to put out, you know, where I used to just go ham every single day and and post like so much content (laughs) And if you're wondering why I stopped, it's because I have a school now. So we talked about that. So If you're in this perpetual state of love, which is great, maybe you reached enlightenment but did the world reach enlightenment? Did the world come along with you or are the world's problems still there? In fact, did you even fix any of the problems? So maybe you're enlightened because you've done every single yogic asana a thousand times and because of that yogic asana, because of that mastery, um, you're now enlightened. You now have the world's greatest consciousness and you're completely expanded, whatever, but you're still living. Um, in some shitty apartment or you don't have any money or you're overweight or you're unhealthy or you're, you're, you know, there's some sort of problem in your life. You have no relationship, uh, no healthy relationships. And so you actually, do see this quite often in, in some of the spiritual teachers, some of the really like high level teachers, you'll see like, okay, they're awesome. Their consciousness is super enlightened, but their life is a mess. Their life does not reflect their level of consciousness. Because all they're doing 24-7 is trying to get high off of their own spiritual bliss. Off of their own good feel-good feel hormones. Instead of taking that energy and that power and now redirecting it towards the world. And saying, how can I fix not just my life, but the lives of as many people as I can impact. Now you do also have people that will tap into this energy. And they will start to literally push that energy out. In the world okay and um that's a a realized master that's someone that has integrated their soul and integrated their knowledge to the point where they're not just chasing the feel good hormones anymore they understand the fallacy behind that this is a huge difference between If you study the spiral dynamics models if you study the, the the model of green versus turquoise so the green is the new age movement the new age movement is all about the feel good it's all about the communicating with the extraterrestrials And That kind of stuff and there's absolutely no practicality to it. There's absolutely no Integration in the physical world. So they're living in a different freaking world. They're living in their in their head They're living in their mind. You see Um, and in fact, we just had something that we just I was just doing something with with a friend and um, Basically, it didn't turn out the way that we wanted it to and in fact I knew that it wasn't gonna turn out the way that we wanted it to because the topic that we had chosen was way too fluffy. It was way too out there in the ethers. It had no groundedness or practicality in the world. And what do people actually look for when they're trying to learn spirituality? They're trying to understand practicality. They're trying to understand, okay, if I can see other interdimensional beings, that's nice. But what the hell does that have to do with my life? How does that help me pay my bills? How does that help me get a better job how does that help me feel more happy how does it uh help me um manifest love or, or money or success or just live in a place where there, there's solitude does it help me with any of those things or is this just more mental feed masturbation for your mind so that was something that i was thinking about and really really considering and you know It's one thing to be really expanded in your consciousness that's really important okay i really do emphasize that you need to be expanded but you also need to know how to bring that into your life your daily life into what you do on the on the uh you know daily basis on your daily basis so so that's a really really uh cool kind of thing to explore now i want to get back to this this idea of the gray magician so on one hand we have the love and the light frequency which um is sickening at at a certain point because it's like you don't need any more love and you you don't need any more uh light what you need is some tough love what you need is some struggle some adversity because the struggle and the adversity makes you appreciate the love more it makes you appreciate the 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 obstacles and the challenges that you face more it makes you have to grow it makes the negative emotions that we feel that we so that you know (laughs) that we claim that are bad we're like oh Can't can't think negatively. Oh, I'm having a negative thought, I'm having a negative emotion. That's not really what's going on here. Okay? That's not really what's going on here. What's happening is that when you have a negative emotion, you need to realize that as a human, you're gonna have the negative emotion. The negative emotion, humans. (laughs) I said this to my friend yesterday. I was like, humans are like drug addicts. This is what the human experience is. It's like one drug experience after another. You drink you drink uh, some some like uh, smoothie or something that's those are drugs those are neurochemicals changing your mind so I just had this uh, fruit smoothie right this is fruit this is a this was two bananas and some cacao powder and some oat milk not it's extremely healthy right that's still drugs that are going on in my mind that's still neurological chemicals that are changing the neurochemistry of my brain to make me feel a different way and so you'll notice humans do this 99% of the time myself included. We do this all day long. We literally jump from stimulation to stimulation from from thing to thing that's going to change our frequency state because we're in these physical bodies. So we're almost in perpetual suffering because of the fact that we are always changing the way that we feel. You're almost never constant in the way that you feel in a physical body because you have this whole technology thing that's, doing all these different kinds of emotions. Okay. So this is some stuff that I've been uh, contemplating and just thinking about. And, um, I want you to realize like when you're not in the physical body, you don't have that. It is a, it is a solid state of consciousness. If you can astral project, you'll know you will stay in the same state. You don't have too much of, uh, mental emotions. You don't have too much of um variation in your feelings now you can feel really really good but it's not like the human experience where it's up down up down up down and this ties in perfectly with the um with the conversation that i'm titling this video the gray magician okay the gray magician understands the power of the positive and the negative in all aspects in his life or her life okay meaning that they understand that the negativity that they're feeling is absolutely paramount to life. Without the negativity, you cannot get anywhere. Without the suffering, you cannot get anywhere. Without without the challenges, you cannot get anywhere. Without the pain that you feel, if you touched fire, you would burn your hands, and you wouldn't even realize it. Okay? So, So, the gray magician. Now, there's another thing that I want to talk about, which gets a little bit more esoteric and more metaphysical. If we talk about spirits, spiritual contact, Connecting with interdimensional beings and um, different kinds of frequencies. Everybody, this is the This is the biggest program that I see out there. And I'm just going to call it out for what it is. We have a whole bastardization of. The um, well, there, so this is kind of tricky the way I'm going to phrase this. So we have the Christian religion, which has imparted program after program after program. Now, if you don't know what a program is a program is an energetic sequence. It's like a way of thinking. It's a way of understanding reality and perceiving it. So it's like a filter. Now you can describe that, you know, that was a pretty um, rough definition. If we get into a more complex definition, it's like, it's the ones and zeros that make up a certain code. It's just like on a computer you have a certain mathematical code that comes together, right? To create a program, to run a program on a computer. So it's the same thing in our reality. We have programs that are inside the consciousness and Christianity is one of the biggest programs that has ever existed in this realm. Right? So because of Christianity, we have programming around angels. And we have programming around demons. We have programs around God. And we have programs around Satan or the devil, whatever. And I find this to be hilarious. I find this to be just absolutely um, incredible that we have gone so black and white in our thinking. Like we think that that reality literally is either. It's good or it's bad. And there's no wiggle room in between and that every single universal creature all follows our paradigm of existence that all of the angels are good and all of the demons are bad. God is good. Satan is bad. That's like the, the way people think. And maybe because if we're in this chat room and you guys are pretty of all evolved souls. You guys probably aren't thinking this way. But you probably witness and um, have recognized with other people that they think this way. They're like, oh, that's that's devil worship. Well, guess what? Meditation would be considered devil worship. Uh, spirituality would be considered devil worship. Aerokinesis would be considered devil worship. So I find that to be blasphemous. I find that to be hilarious, and I, I purposely chose that word blasphemous because it's ironic. Okay. Um, so what we need to do is we need to branch out our thinking, and we need to open our minds up more to shades of gray, and to realize that the great magician embodies this knowledge perfectly. He executes it or she executes it perfectly. Understanding that all spiritual forces are are existent, right? And just because something was labeled evil in a text somewhere and says this is forbidden, guess what the real magus does? When the real magus hears about something forbidden, that's where they're going to go. When somebody tells me not to do something, that's what I'm going to do. Why? Because I'm curious and curiosity is the way you uncover knowledge. So if you're really out here on this path and you're really out here, um, trying to raise your frequency and evolve your consciousness and, and step into a new level, you need to embrace this, this, uh, this path of, of, of grayness in your reality. Almost every single well adept metaphys- uh, metaphysician has said these words in some way that I'm saying that. They have understood that life is not black and white. Life is not one and zero. It's not binary. We do have codes in the matrix that are binary and that is the trap. That is how you get trapped in the matrix by believing in the binary system by believing in the one and zero and not realizing that there are shades of gray. You could have a different frequency beyond just a one or a zero. You see, so This is some crazy stuff. Um, I really, and then if we get into the the whole concept of uh, angels and demons or God and Satan, everybody thinks God is good and Satan is evil. Well, let's look at the Bible. What happens in the Bible? How many times does God ask for a sacrifice? God, right? I'm not talking about the universal creator here. I'm talking about Jehovah. I'm talking about Yahweh, the Christian God. Um, And so you, you look. And you observe these these creatures, and you're like, well, this is this is blasphemous. Again, I'm using that word on purpose. This is blasphemous. It looks like this dude wants all of his uh, the the male the male uh, species to basically have a part of their their uh, reproductive organ cut off. You know, I'm I'm basically talking about circumcision. So they want to basically mutilate the child of every single kid that's born and then basically sacrificed to uh this god does that sound like good to you just off of your own basis of morality i think everybody has a system of morality within themselves they understand okay i probably shouldn't kill people i probably shouldn't hurt other people because i wouldn't want somebody else to hurt me but if somebody is hurting me and they're attacking me, am I going to let them continuously hurt me and attack me, or am I going to strike back? That is the problem that we see in the spiritual community. People don't know how to strike back. They don't know how to play defense. They don't know how to go on the offensive. If you have a a metaphysical threat, you don't just sit there and let the entity pound you. You take care of it. So we need that warrior kinship mentality. And the problem is our society is so soft these days, so soft. You can just see it. We have PC culture. Okay. PC culture is the biggest freaking joke that has ever existed in, uh, in society, in human, in human history. I can't believe some of the things it's like, people are like afraid of words or they, they find certain behaviors offensive. You can't do that. And it's like, we've become so soft as people. As as spiritual people, we've we we don't own our power. We're afraid We uh, (laughs) and then we give away our rights to the government because we think that they're gonna protect you So it's all this giant clusterfuck that's happening. And it's if you're conscious enough, you'll see what's happening in this very spiritual way it's, it's it's a very energetic way meaning you're seeing it happen because people are afraid to step up from themselves they're afraid to stand up for themselves they're afraid to speak their minds get uh, on people's bad side basically if you're not if you're not um, if you're not polarizing people you're basically a people pleaser especially in this day and age where spirituality is uh, I wouldn't say it's suppressed but you know there is such a contrast between the so to, uh, so to speak people that are, are, are raising their frequency and tuning into these higher realities. And then, and then people that are just still sleepwalking, walking around with the mask, walking around with the the vaccine, all that kind of stuff. You know, I'm not going to say too much because I'm not trying to get censored on here, but you know what I'm talking about? Walking around, basically nerfing themselves, nerfing themselves energetically, nerfing themselves and their spirits. Because they are afraid to stand up for themselves, or they genuinely believe that someone else is going to take care of them. No one's going to take care of you besides yourself. Don't put your power and give your uh, ability to be taken care of to somebody else. That's not how this thing works. You have to own that stuff for yourself. You have to you have to claim your divinity. And this is all about the great magician. So I think I'll I'll add this um, this whole thing to like my mystical ascent course, which is a new course that I'm putting out. Um, And like really go in depth into this conversation because people need to uh, To get this information they need to get that things are not good in and white and even in the spiritual community You can have somebody that's all love and light and then they come and they stab you right back with their their darkness That's happened to me. You know, it's it's happened. It is what it is. It's not really a big deal Um, but but it teaches you If you, if you only focus on your light, that means your darkness is festering. That means your darkness is festering in your auric field. It's growing, it's amplifying because you're too afraid to look at it. And if you're looking at your darkness, that means you've mastered your light already, because if you've already mastered your light, the only place next to look is your darkness, right? So I spent so much time connecting to my light, I guess you could say, and, and developing my light. And that's great. And then I realized, wait, what about this darkness that I sense inside of me? Darkness. Now, please, when you hear these words, you're like, oh, darkness. I knew it. I knew he was a fraud. I knew he was a fake teacher. Please understand. Darkness does not mean evil. Darkness means unconsciousness. Darkness means lack of awareness. It means where the light has not penetrated. It means where spirit has not illuminated itself, the consciousness. And you have to accept this. You have to realize this information okay so so darkness like you can do all the namaste's you want you can do all the asanas you want it ain't fixing your darkness it it, it, that's not how it works you must confront your darkness you must be aware of your darkness you must recognize it's another entity that's living just like your light inside you and it's Working in tandem. So when you have a really positive day and all of a sudden you start feeling really negative You start feeling really irritated What's happening is your darkness is spilling out and you're not able to balance it as somebody just said in the chat The balancing point exactly you need the balancing point from within you need to know okay I probably shouldn't go around like a homicidal maniac and go Slaying people this is not game of thrones. Okay, this is not game of thrones you can't do that. <clears throat> but also I shouldn't be walking around like here, take this and take this of mine and take that of mine. And often in the spiritual community we're taught that's the right thing. And that's not the right thing at all. That's people pleasing behavior. Um, it's not accurate stuff. And, and you've got to think about that. So, so let me see if there was anything else I really wanted to touch on again with the spiritual forces. Uh, I see this happen a lot in my channel on, in the comments. Um, just with people reaching out to me, they're saying I had this evil entity attack me and try to steal my energy and blah, 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 blah. And I hear this a lot and I'm not, I'm not trying to, you know, demean you by saying blah, 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 but I'm just saying like, I see what's happening. They're operating from a duality program, meaning that they're thinking, oh, either the spirit is good or it's bad when really this spirit may be trying to get your attention. It may be trying to, uh, teach you something. And you think that it's attacking you when it's actually trying to teach you something or maybe it is attacking you and maybe you need to then tap into your darkness and destroy it. Send it back to wherever the hell it came from. Okay. So I've been reached out many times, uh, you know, for, uh, by people about that very situation. I wanted to clarify, first of all, you try different methods. First you say, Hey, you know, you communicate with it. You're like, what do you want from me? That's the way I approach it. When a spirit comes into my space, I'm like, what do you want from me? How, or how can I help you? You, you always start off just like with a human. You always start off. I got to teach you guys manners with the spirits, <laughs> you know, teaching manners one-on-one. Okay. So you always start off kind of polite, you know, just like you would talk to a human. Um, you're like, hello, how are you? And, uh, whatever they say back, if they're like, I'm going to destroy you. Well, then, you know, then, you know, and now make sure it's not your ego. That's interpreting that you can feel the vibrations, you know, that's that's another tangent. That's a whole nother thing be aware of the energy that they're putting off and What they're kind of sharing with you and as you do that, you'll see okay, the spirit is friendly The spirit is hostile the spirit whatever it is You're gonna get the idea. Okay? As you get this idea of what the spirit wants from you you can now discern What kind of energy it's coming from now? every single spirit that I've worked with almost every single one has been beneficial. I would say not necessarily good, but beneficial. You see the difference? Okay. Good would mean, Oh, uh, I don't even know how you would describe good. Like, I guess you could describe good as, as in Jesus. Okay. So walking on holy water, healing the sick, Um, Transmuting water into wine just being like a freaking you know savior. That's not good in my opinion In fact that in my opinion is a program. That's just that's just a a savior program that he's running so If a spirit comes to you and they're just like minding their own business and they're like, why'd you summon me? Why'd you call me and you answer back? Well, now, you know what's going on you're getting the information or even when you're talking to a human You're like someone's like someone calls you they're like, what do you want? Like what's up? They're not coming off negative negative. They're not coming off positive. So you see what the allegiance is of the spirit. You see what the allegiances of the entity or the 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 information. If something's blatantly attacking you, you know how to handle that. Okay, if you don't know how to handle that. Well, uh, I recommend you learn how to handle that. <laughs> and if you need me, you know how to reach me through my website, through my through my social media platforms and stuff. Um, and I think that we need to do we do need to make a course or something on uh, spiritual protection. Because, um, it seems more and more people as the veils thin, which is inevitable, right? The veils are thinning, the veils are thinning to this point at such a rapid rate that I'm just like, holy cow, I didn't even realize that that was possible to happen so quickly. Like I, I know manifestation's real. I know things can manifest in the world. Trust me, I know that. But when you do something and it manifests within like a second, within like a second, like within a second, and it's a powerful thing that you just... Casted and it happens so quickly now, you know Okay, I'm getting into um, Different uncharted territory now that the, the reality is is leveling up with me so maybe I need to be more conscious with the way that I, um, I I kind of approach these things. I approach this energy this energy field, right? So So be aware of that as well um, and, and really really recognize that You as well, all the gods, all the goddesses, all the angels, all the demons, all any spiritual force that you can think of, any non-physical entity, whatever, um, they have a good sign. They have a bad sign. If you get on their bad side, you're going to experience their negativity. If you get on their good side, they're going to be helpful to you. So that's the same with people. (laughs) So people are also the same way. We are light and dark, and that is what makes us truly powerful. That's what makes us truly divine creators. You get to choose how much light and how much darkness you want to use every single day. Sometimes you need light. You need light when, when things are looking barren and everyone's depressed. You need to be that light. When I If I go to a place and everyone's looking all solemn, I'm going to be the light. I'm going to be the one that's like bringing everything up. And sometimes if I'm going into a place and everything is like solemn maybe i want to be more dark maybe i want to cloak my aura and make myself a little bit more um i wouldn't say lower vibrational but just have more darkness not be as vibrant with my life force why so i can blend in so i I don't attract as much attention so i can just slip in and slip out or maybe i want to experience a different state of consciousness maybe i want to you know uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna share this with you guys. It's kind of a funny thing. Sometimes when I, uh, you know, I, I go out or whatever, if I'm out with my friends and I'm we're partying or whatever, I'm not in the highest state of frequency. I'm not in this frequency where I'm like shining my light. Like I am when I'm working with the solar grids and programming the reality. No, I'm in a, in a lower state, I'm going a, in a darkness state, cause I have to balance my energy and that is the key. So find those balancing points. Find those, those points, um, of understanding your, your status as a great magician. Don't hold this as something that you are like, okay, I'm a great magician. Now I must like, you know, this is just a label. These words that I use, these are labels. These are just, um, templates that you can take and then rearrange it to way to the way that it makes sense for you. So it's not about you trying to, um, copy and paste the templates that I put, take the template open it up. This is a file that you're receiving. This is an energetic file. Take the file, tweak it to your own liking and then rearrange it into your consciousness, place it in there and realize that you're doing energetic work here. So, so some deep stuff. Uh, do you talk about these metaphysical things when hanging out with your friends? Yes, I do. I, most of my friends now, the way that it is it is for me, most of my friends, they're spiritual as well. But, We are all gray magicians, so to speak. So we're like, okay, well, I don't feel like sitting here in prayer and meditating with the divine or whatever, some new age crap like that. We're going to go out and we're going to have fun. We're going to see what kind of, um, you know, what we can stir up in the atmosphere, (laughs) you know, what kind of, uh, stuff we can just create. And that will, it will naturally be light and dark. So like if, if we're making music, which is something that I do often, It'll be like a rap song. It'll be, of course, like all this this powerful energy that's coming in light, but then the lyrics might not be the cleanest. You see? And it's that balance that's so potent. So I think that this has been a collaborative effort by uh, certain individuals to actually make it so we are fighting with ourselves. We, we're like, oh, because religion teaches you you need to be in the light. Right. You need to be this way. You need to not do this. You need to all these things. And then you also have this um, a lot of online communities where they're they're pushing that same thing. They're pushing the same ideas. Um, See, I don't want to go into some specific examples because then people are going to quote me and say, well, you said this. I want to give you guys a broad perspective so you can think about that. So I was going to say like eating meat right now, I personally don't eat meat, but If you're somebody that is like leaning to more of a vegan diet or whatever and you eat meat once in a while or you eat cheese, that doesn't mean that you're now evil and that you've crossed and you're like you can never go back to being vegan. And you shouldn't be shunned by people because I know that a lot of vegans do that. They will literally shun (laughs) others for like, oh, you ate cheese. You're not a real vegan. And it's like you are a human. You're not meant to be perfect. You're meant to have flaws. Your life is supposed to be Mistake after mistake after mistake in order to become your best self. How can you become your best self from the from the get-go? You can't you see You you're gonna make all these mistakes and I love when I make mistakes because it teaches me (laughs) I Made a mistake. Let me tell you guys about a funny mistake. I Was uh with my friend and we were in um, we went to this city. We went to Arlington, Virginia, okay And I parked my, we were going out, we were going, uh, to the different bars and having fun in the nightlife because this was the first weekend since COVID had basically stopped. Okay. So everybody was like released from their masks and able to socialize. So we were like, we're definitely going out. We're definitely going to have fun. I go in, I park my car, we're parking at a church and, um, I'm like, all right, it's a church. We should be holy. We're protected by the, the holy church, you know? and i come back we come back like 30 minutes later to to get something from the car and the car is gone the car is gone and i'm like where the fuck is my car i know i left my car right there where is my car turns out it got towed and um i had to pay like a 200 fine to get my car back um and obviously i was in a very bad mood i was i was not happy at all because that's 200 dollars, you know um, and so I was, I was furious, but that was an example. And then I, and then I was like realizing, okay, my, my anger is getting out of control. Cause I was starting to be rude to my friend. I was starting to be rude. I wasn't really rude to my friend. I started to be rude to, to the woman that, um, I had to pay the toll fine to. I was like, yo, I'm not paying your fucking fine. <laughs> Just give me my car back. And <laughs> she wouldn't give me my car back. So I was like, all right, I got to balance this back out and and back into the, into the light. And then I was like, all right, let's just get the car. Let's just focus. Let's not do anything stupid. Let's not get emotional. Get the car and go. And uh, we succeeded. But that was an example where I I felt my anger, even though I was totally mindful of the anger. Like I saw the anger rise in my consciousness. I let it happen because I wanted to experience the anger because I hadn't been in anger in months. I hadn't felt that the emotion of anger, like true anger In months and um, I was like let me just experiment with my consciousness and feel this now um, some people may say they may say like oh well you're giving off loose right this is a concept that I've I've heard um, from some people loose which is like your your life force is leaking so yes and no your life force is always leaking you're 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 basically a wave of energy so you can't Not leak energy like guess your aura is is closed But also that's like a false argument because what happens is with emotions is you must process these emotions through your body So if I were to just suppress that anger and be like, oh, I don't want to feel angry right now I'm just gonna pretend I'm in divine bliss what happens is that that anger will stay stuffed down deep in my consciousness and start to fester and start to become like a a wound or like some sort of disgusting, um, energy that's just sitting there. And, um, it's not, it's, that's not the way you want to handle these things. What you want to do instead is you want to let the emotion express itself because it's you releasing it and then you're transmuting it. Right. Uh, it's the same thing with this video. I could have just let the energy just sit in me and not share this, but I felt it would be more powerful if I came on here and transmuted the energy and put it in a different way and, uh, released it into YouTube or u- released it online. Right. And shared it with people. Um, so transmutation is important. The gray magician must be able to transmute uh, negative and positive frequencies, love and light and hatred and sadness and fear. So, so I didn't talk too much about the, 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 the negative side or the black side or the, the black magician side. And I do want to touch on this a little bit. Spiritual power is no joke. Spiritual power. Once you really understand it, you realize how much you command of your reality. And, um, as I said, I've been studying my light for a long time. Uh, I also am studying my darkness and through that you learn, you you learn from different teachers. You learn from different people. So again, I'm going to break this down in in a full on lecture for the school of mysticism. So everyone that's subscribed on there. I'm going to be breaking it down for you guys in, in a way different way where I'm going to talk about the tree of life versus the uh, kilopathic tree or the tree of death. These are two path workings. I just brought in a whole concept. So um, take this in real quick. The tree of life is the tree of ascent. The tree of ascent meaning you're going up the spirals in your chakras and uh, consciousness and you're going up in your life. However, once you go all the way up, you realize there's nowhere else to go either you can stay there forever which is what a lot of people do or you can go back down the tree and go to the reverse tree and go to the tree of death so to speak now because of our culture culture is like oh my god death scary fear (laughs) evil bad satanist you know that's like see you make all these assumptions already i know i'm speaking to a broad audience i'm speaking to To anybody that's watching this in the future. So maybe none of you guys in the live chat are thinking that. But I'm sure there's at least one person. They're like, this is Satanism. This is evil. You know? (laughs) And it's like, dude. Again, you're thinking in the same black and white paradigm. I would really encourage you to question this initial programming that you have. That's sitting there buried deep within your subconscious mind. That you're not even aware of. Okay, because I questioned it myself. And once I realized it, I was like, oh my gosh, I was wrong. I was wrong. I was wrong about this topic. I can't believe I was wrong about this and I didn't see this. I had this blind spot in my consciousness and I was wrong about my assumptions on others that had stepped onto this path as well. Now, the thing is, if you have this understanding, but you're also really tuned into the light, okay. You will not get lost in your darkness because you have your light so it's like you go play with the demons You come cleanse your light next you go and you sit in the front of the sun. You burn all that darkness out That's my point. So you'll never lose yourself in the darkness unless you don't have mastery over your light Which is why you start your light first If you guys are hearing some weird noises, I apologize Somebody has to be uh, an annoyance at this point when I'm making a video even though I specifically said do not make noise I'm making a video, but you know, it is what it is <laughs> So so yeah, you got to think about that and you got to realize like The tree of death and again I'm gonna break this down more more fully because I think that I can't really break it down in, on in this format right now but the tree of death has to do with all of your emotions that are negative. Lust, fear, hatred, sadness, depression, um, greed, gluttony, um, confusion. What else? What else? You know, all of these negative emotions that we basically ignore. I'm like, oh, that's the negative emotions. I don't want to deal with that right now. I'm going to think positive thoughts. But really you should be exploring those negative emotions. You should be letting those negative emotions overtake you. If you're on the real path, especially if you are, um, you're, you're cultivating your energy and you're cultivating your sexual energy, you'll have more negative emotions than most people because you're actually building up your energy. And when you're building up your energy, it has to go in some sort of emotional flow has you have to start to feel something. You have to start to feel some kind of uh, emotion that moves through you. Whether that be a positive emotion or a negative emotion. You have, you can have waves of ecstasy. This is, this is from my own personal experience. Waves, waves of ecstasy and universal connected uh, connectedness where I literally feel like the infinite consciousness. And then 20 minutes later, I come back and some dude just cut me off when I'm driving. And I'm like, what the fuck, bro? Fuck you, you know, (laughs) and it's like it makes total sense the way the matrix is designed Of how there's such a duality to things But also you're watching it. You have to stay in the observer seat You're watching it from this humoristic perspective. You're like, this is so funny That my emotional body is going from supreme bliss To anger in within minutes and this is now you might think like, okay, this is mania. This is craziness. No Mania is different when you lose control of yourself, uh, which can happen, which, you know, you you can see examples of that on the Internet and um, with other people and stuff. When you lose control of yourself and you don't have that groundedness towards you, then it does become a problem. But if you're able to maintain your your consciousness and maintain your frequency, um, you're really able to experience something profound, which is absolute mastery of the matrix absolute mastery of the gray magician's path, absolute mastery of all of the spiritual forces, because now you have all of them on your team. You have the angels on your team. You have the demons on your team. You have God on your team. You have the devil on your team, quote unquote. Okay. I'm using examples. You have all polarities on your side. You have the archons on your side. Archons, right? Again, this is fear that human consciousness has perpetuated and projected outside of themselves because they can't deal with their own internal fears. They project it outside. They say the gray alien is evil. This thing is evil. The devil is evil. The demons are evil. Even with the lesser things, the elites are evil. The elites are evil. I'm not here to argue about that, but I hear, I am here to tell you that things are just not that simple. Things have never been that simple in our world. We got to stop playing on a checkerboard, on a chessboard, white and dark, right? That is the ultimate trap in the matrix that um, everybody falls in, where they align themselves with light. This is why I feel my channel has never fit in the spiritual communities. I've been looking like, where's another channel that kind of resembles my frequency. Where is it? And I can't find it. actually, that's not true. There are a few channels. There are a few channels that exist that have a similar frequency, but, um, in their own way. Right. And the reason I think this channel is different is because I'm not aligned with light or dark because I realize that there is literally shades of gray that exist. So someone says, "But there is evil and good. Of course, there is evil and good, of course. But in what proportion? In what sphere? In what in what reality is evil and good the only thing that exists? Are you saying that you're always good, or you're always evil? You could catch, um, you know, like I don't know. <laughs> I can't I can't think of an example, but you could catch." somebody on, on some bad day and they're, they're like the most evil person. I know that if you catch me on a bad day and I'm having a, a, a bad day, I'm not really fun to hang out with. I'm not going to want to hang out with you. I'm going to uh, be in a, in a pissed off mood. But if you catch me on a really good day, I could be your best friend. I could be your coach. I could be your mentor. I could be someone that teaches you or, or you know, someone that you teach whatever. And there's that duality there and you get to choose. You get to show up however you want to but you also have to master the good and evil if you want to get out of this matrix i think that the true lesson i think that the true lesson the spirits and the universal consciousness and all of reality there's one more thing i want to to close up with all of reality is really trying to teach me through all of my experiences it's like a grand arching lesson Like, why don't you get this already man it's so simple is that in order to master this reality, the physical reality, you must transcend duality. You must transcend good and evil. You must transcend the idea and the paradigm of black and white. But you're not going to choose evil, probably because you're not evil. Well, how do you know that? <laughs> um, <clears throat> evil, in my opinion, is... See, see. Maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe I'm not qualified to speak about evil because I'm not uh, evil enough. I don't have enough... Darkness to speak about it. Maybe I, I I tip more towards the light side that could be very true Um, but it could also be true that maybe i'm seeing things from a perspective of Oh, things are actually good in this world and it's not the, the human concept of good It's the concept of of neutrality. So I would say things are more neutral I would say that things are more neutral in, in, in life. Um, and, and when you pick that path, that's, I think how you escape the matrix. Because, uh, when you're attached to a certain frequency, whether it be good, whether it be the unconditional love of something, which is good or righteous, I think love is actually in its own category. But whether you're in a, in a frequency of like Righteousness, meaning you have to do the moral thing, whatever's most moral you must do. So if it's if you're the most moral by wearing your mask, you're going to wear your mask. And if you're the most evil, here's the, here's the other side. If you're like, oh, I hate the system. I want to always second guess the rulers. I want to always second guess uh, everybody else's opinion. You're actually slightly evil because maybe you're causing more chaos by doing whatever it is you're doing in that evil frequency so so maybe let's say like there is a real virus i'm not talking about the fake virus i'm talking about a real virus that that goes around and maybe um we really are all getting sick so maybe like there's a zombie virus and we all start turning into zombies okay and it's like yo you need this freaking vaccine to take otherwise you will literally turn into a zombie okay i'm just giving a hypothetical don't don't psychoanalyze this too much just think about this this perspective so Would you be evil by not taking that vaccine by not saving yourself from the zombie virus? Yes, probably because then you would convert other people into a a zombie Right. Here's another example. This is perfect Are you evil by ignoring spiritual practices or ignoring spiritual wisdom? In my eyes That is evil to some degree Because it's like You're you're purposefully ignoring Spiritual knowledge that's out there. Maybe you've even been taught it, but you're rejecting it in your mind Maybe that's the definition of evil because you know that there's a higher state of consciousness which could benefit yourself and everybody else Yet you're still over here creating your own suffering. What's another good example of evil victimhood mentality? People that are constantly like my life sucks. I can't believe I'm having such a difficult life. This is unfair That's evil. Why? because you become an energy vampire towards everybody you're just sucking in negativity you're just bringing in negativity so so that would be an example i guess you could say of a black and white version now we could obviously there's obviously way more um concepts of of being evil and understanding what it means to be evil um and you can co- you can really contemplate this if you're if you're a magus you can contemplate this if you're a philosopher you can contemplate this You can. Think about what it means and um, and track these different concepts in your life, but also realize that evil if we really think about it Evil was a concept that we were taught at a young age that this is evil This is bad and this is good So let me give you an example that I think a lot of people will be super confused about if somebody comes into your house and they try to rape your family Rape your, 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 uh, your wife or whatever, your, or your, your, your daughter, whatever. Is it evil for you to kill them? Is it evil for you to defend yourself? If, like, some people would say yes, it's evil because you killed someone. Another person would say no, because they were about to rape and kill your, your family. And, and here's the answer that I want to present to you guys. See... The, all of the warriors of old all of the gods of old all of the even the even some of the the monks They had no problem with killing They had no problem with taking a life if, if it meant the life uh, of, of more people saved If it meant saving and protecting others if it meant that this person was an intruder and that they were causing devastation upon other people that in fact it would be evil not to step in so and some of these monks are enlightened some of these monks are at a super high level of consciousness they don't even see it as like oh i'm i'm committing an act of evil no they see it as i'm committing an act of balance and actually goodness because i'm neutralizing this threat in the world that may cause even more devastation and for me to not act when i have the power to act over this force would be causing evil in the world more evil so These are moral arguments and it really shows you and it really breaks down the whole idea of good versus evil is not true It has no no real, um, you know substance to it Now if you guys are wondering I have not killed anything, okay, (laughs) so that may that may uh, actually, you know state that I, I am you know more on the light side or the good side, but If somebody were to to harm my family, I would definitely step up. I wouldn't just stand there. Right? And then that asks the question, is that good or is that evil? Well, that's the great magician. They're willing to do whatever it takes to keep balance. To keep absolute balance in the matrix. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry about that. (laughs) Oh, that, that sounds awful. You know, I think I you know I might have run over a squirrel or something once by, by accident. I did not feel good. So inherently, it doesn't feel good to do to do these things, for sure. But we talked about a lot, and um, you must you must really consider this this talk uh, as important because I would say that a lot of people. Um, are really black and white in their thinking. Was Thanos evil? In fact, when I watched the Avengers show, I asked myself that question. I asked myself that question. Was Thanos really evil? From his perspective, no. From other people's perspective, yes. Okay? Uh from the viewer's perspective, it's kind of debatable. See, he did kill off half of life, which shows you. If you, if you're killing off half of life, you're killing off a lot of life. That's a lot of life that's dying. So that's immense suffering that you're causing. Now he said he did it because life was already fighting for limited resources. So there's limited resources in the world and he's fighting to create balance. Um, and, and that's like almost what the elite are doing to some degree. They're like, there's limited resources. There's limited amount of space. We gotta drop off some of these people. So maybe that movie was actually more of a uh, allegorical representation of the spiritual beings coming up and rising against the elite versus Thanos, which is the elite. Now, what happens in the movie? If you if you haven't watched it, sorry, it's a spoiler. Thanos gets gets his ass beat by by the end of uh, the the trilogy. He gets he gets destroyed, absolutely destroyed by the magician himself, which is Doctor Strange. So I'm I'm kind of like a movie nerd to some degree. Um, I also hunted and killed a rabbit. Feel bad about it. Yeah. So some people just don't have it in them. I don't think I could hunt and kill a rabbit. Like in in the world that I'm in right now, where I have plenty of food, I don't need to do that. Now, if I didn't have any food, yes, I wouldn't feel. I probably. I would do that. I wouldn't even feel bad about it because I'm like, I need to survive. I need this, you know, and then it becomes a a game of nature, you know, Um, and, and so that's a different situation. But if we have enough food or whatever, I don't see that the reason to do that. So John from America says, I would rather eat dirt than kill an animal and eat it. We should take care of the animals that eat them. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think I would eat dirt. I think that maybe that's where we dis- uh, disagree, but that's okay. You know, um, and that that's totally okay. Huh? That's interesting, bro. That was a synchronicity. I literally just ran over a bird by accident. So maybe the universe is saying, Hey, look at this from a different perspective. Don't see it as, Oh, I'm evil. Cause I just ran over this bird or I should feel bad maybe realize like, okay, this is, this is just what happens. Things fluctuate. There is bad and good. There's positive and negative, And we got to just understand that. <laughs> so, so yeah, I love you guys in the chat. Thank you so much for being here in the chat. Um, you guys are posting some great stuff, some great stuff. Um, do I really have anything else I want to say not particularly, but I'm definitely open to just reading some of you guys' comments and and commenting on them. I think I shared like my the bulk of my message. I do want to say I will be um, wow one minute before you said it. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely a synchronicity, my friend. That's absolutely because that doesn't just happen by accident. I will say um, uh, I will be uh, you know making a, a deeper lecture and a more full lecture. Uh, for the school of mysticism so everyone that signed up for that and uh, we're doing a live on Tuesday so that is the actually no it's it's Thursday I don't know when it is. it's the seventh it's 777 so there's a portal there's an energetic portal that's coming up it's Wednesday actually my bad 777 July 7th at 7 pm I'm going live for my community members in the school of mysticism And I'm going to be talking about the number seven, what that means, how you can access the energy and we're just going to be doing a community live together, basically. So if you, if you want to get in, um, go to the school of mysticism and enroll and all the information should be there for you. (sighs) Yeah. So, yeah, I just want to say like, that is really cool that that synchronicity happened. I mean, it's not cool because of the negative thing that happened, I guess you could say, but. That is definitely a synchronicity for us to realize. Maybe we would one day have a system of morality and of understanding where we literally have like more than just black and white thinking. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Let's see. Evil is you killing something just for your own amusement or anger or pleasure. Can you murder someone and be enlightened? Sit with that one for a minute. Um, I would say yes. I don't, I don't know if it would be murder. I would say if you are, see, if you're defending yourself and they classify that as murder, you could be enlightened. You could be enlightened, but you also, just because you have no self doesn't mean that your body isn't going to react to an attacker, right? If somebody is attacking you, your body will react. You will, um, throw a punch, you will defend yourself. So that's like a, a important thing to think about, right? I don't think that, uh, enlightenment really has to do with any of those kinds of things or that kind of like idea of thinking. I'm checking something out. Hold up. Cool. Whew. So yeah, this was great. Um, appreciate you guys so much. And, um, the link is in the description for anyone that wants to join my school of mysticism. Uh, we already have a decent amount of people. We have like 70 people in there, so it's it's definitely popping. It's popping um It's it's crazy popping, actually. Hang on. This week I saw a kitten brutally run over. It really upset me. I'm trying to understand why I saw it. The whole chat is this whole chat is synchronistic. Yes. That is very interesting. A lot of people do come in, um, you know, that, that's that's two people. So that's definitely a message. I would say the whole thing is like, why do we assume death is evil? Why do we assume, assume death is bad? Because of the pain? Well, the pain could be just the pain of the body that it is experiencing. Whereas the soul doesn't really experience pain in that way. It experiences emotional pain. It can experience mental pain or psychological pain but it doesn't experience physical pain that's for sure so it's kind of hard to say like um what happened there and i'm sorry that that happened i'm sure that 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 is definitely like a disturbing thing like nobody likes blood but i think that we also are conditioned in our society to be afraid of blood to be afraid of suffering to be afraid of pain and all this stuff this is this is deep level stuff this is stuff that i'm talking about where Um, It's not we're not talking about light. We're not talking about Positive all the time we're talking about the negative. We're talking about the shadow We're talking about the repressed aspects of spirituality. That's where the knowledge is the knowledge is not in the light If it's in the light that means it's already known light means awareness light means knowingness Okay, if it's in the darkness, it needs to be uncovered That's the black shirt it needs to be uncovered And then there are some people that are genuinely sickos, and they are looking to just create harm. And, um, they have an imbalance. There's no light in them. You don't want to be like that. You want to have that balance. A real magician understands this. They understand the light in the dark. And they, they get it. They understand, I must balance these two elements without the balancing. It's like a, it's like baking a cake. Without the perfect balance of, um, uh, uh, of oat milk and flour, I'm using oat milk, I don't use regular milk, uh, without oat milk and flour and, uh, you know, everything else, like, it's not going to work, you're not going to get the right texture and, um, flavor, that's the same thing with the human spirit, without the right alchemical ingredients of, of magic and, you know, light force energy and darkness, you won't have a, a, frequency, and Buddha himself did say life is suffering He literally said that himself now. I'm not saying we should we should harp on his words or whatever and be like, oh, this is the absolute truth but we can say That if he said that life is suffering that there must be some truth to that there might there must be some information to that to that uh, phrase otherwise, it wouldn't have been so um, popularized. and we, we see life. It definitely does have suffering. It has beauty But life, see, even life in of itself is black and white. It has darkness and it has positivity, right? The sun shines every single day and we have, we have light that literally illuminates the sky. And then we also have darkness in the sky every single day, but we also have growth of all of the animals and growth of all of the trees. And then we have death every single day. So, I remember having the Gray Jedi Qui Gon Jin talk with you in a coaching session about a year ago. I'm busy living it now. So great to hear about that. So great to hear that. That is my that's my favorite comment for, for the live for sure. Thank you for that. Um, I remember our conversation as well. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm glad that you you are are living it. Um, some people, you know, as a spiritual life coach. I mainly work with pulling people out of their darkness into their light and then getting them more into their light and Also exploring the darkness. Some people are afraid to explore their darkness, which is okay You know, I think a few people said that in the chat today. They're afraid. It's okay to be afraid fear is okay Don't be afraid of having fear once you know that fear is okay Your mind has been conditioned to not trust in fear your mind has been conditioned to not um accept fear but if you're like hey fear is okay i'm gonna i'm gonna accept fear today i'm gonna be okay with being afraid you you can step into the unknown so it's really cool when you when you are okay with being afraid you get to do things that you are uncomfortable with there's been many things in my life where i've been uncomfortable with doing it but i did it anyways and after i experienced an adrenaline rush i experienced a lot of Uh ecstasy a lot of really positive emotions because I was able to conquer that fear So the darkness is always teaching us the darkness is our greatest teacher. The light is just who we are Um as as wholeness as as a balance, you know But the darkness is really what's teaching us in this realm So yeah I think I'm going to take one more question or comment or something and I'm going to wrap up because I did say I only had an hour and, uh, that is true. So this was a great conversation, guys. I really do appreciate you all being here and, um, you know, it looks like the notification didn't go out fully because some of my regulars didn't show up even though they were messaging me, which, which tells me that the notification didn't go out and YouTube, YouTube is notorious for basically just like not making my channel seen. Okay. So we should have like a lot more, you know, views and subscribers, but at this point, I really don't care. Um, I can't control the algorithms, (laughs) at least not in this state of consciousness, maybe in another state of consciousness I can. Um, but, but the, the important thing is that the people that need to hear it, hear it. And, uh, we had this, I had this little conversation like on, on Instagram, I'm not going to rehash it, but I'm going to say like, you know, the people that really resonate with the knowledge and really want to learn and are looking for the info or looking for the depth, first of all, recognize that you're not going to, you know, get the answers from me. You're going to get the tools and the techniques to find answers for yourself. That's what is going on here. It's not that I'm giving you the answers. I'm giving you my perspectives, my insights, my experiences, and then you're decoding it for yourself so you can hear all these insights and they will go over your ears which i noticed this it does go over a lot of people's ears not necessarily anyone that's watching right now but in general all spiritual teachers the info will just go right over the person's consciousness okay because they have not derived the insights for themselves it's kind of like you copying um somebody else's math worksheet you can copy it all day long and night. You can get hundred percent on the test. That doesn't mean you know math. If you're copying from somebody else, you need to derive all of the equations, all of the sequences, all of the um, the balances of the you know each side and integers, all that crap yourself. When you do that, that is how you get the proper insights. Is the Savior program bad if you help people out of their darkness? Hmm. See, the Savior program is narcissistic. It's like, oh, I'm the only one that can save you. So let's be clear. You said Savior program. There, there's a huge difference between running a Savior program and being a, a guide or a helper. So like a therapist or a coach like myself is not a Savior. We're not going to save you. We're not going to save your problems. We're not going to save your situation. We're going to save your life. We can help you. We can help guide you. But a Savior believes that they're the only one that can save you. Through me, through Jesus only can you be accepted into the kingdom of heaven or whatever. Some kind of crap like that, right? That's horseshit. I'm sorry to break it to you, Christians. If there's any Christians that watch my channel, that's horseshit, okay? <laughs> your, your Savior himself never claimed that. He never claimed he was God. He never claimed he was greater than the Father. Okay, he said that uh, he understood that he was the Father. He w- uh, Father. He understood that he was a representation of the universal mind, but he never saw himself better. He never saw himself as the the only key to salvation. Only through our religion and br- uh, and programming and brainwashing and BS and again horseshit did that conclusion. Become made and that goes for all religions. There's no saviors. There's no uh, One person that's gonna come save you. No spiritual guide. No angelic force. No demonic force. No uh, Any kind of force that you call upon. No force will save you. I Will not save you your mom will not save you your dad will not save you. You must save yourself if you really want the the, uh, complete sovereignty and consciousness If you really want complete sovereignty and consciousness, you must achieve it yourself. As a matter of fact, you did say you would do greater things than I. I never said that. <laughs> Maybe Jesus said that. Um I never said that for sure. That's that's a matter of fact. One of my favorite books is called Illusions: The Adventures of, Re- of a Reluctant Messiah by Richard Bach. Interesting. Okay, cool. Check that out. Jesus said that. Yeah, I didn't think I, I didn't think I said that. Maybe, maybe you're quote. (laughs) All right. All right. Love you so much. Thank you so much for, uh, for joining. Check out the school of mysticism. Um, we go live seven, seven, seven PM this Wednesday coming up. And, uh, I got a whole lot of content, a whole lot of uh, lectures and stuff for you guys really pumped about it. And um, I'm looking forward to, to bring in the, no- the knowledge uh, exponentially as we we go through these realities and as we go through this matrix. So more to come, more evolution coming for you. Stick with us. Um, do your work, do your spiritual work. This is an interactive experience, meaning just listening to me isn't going to cut it. As I said, you got to do the work. You got to put in the effort. You got to move the weights yourself. You can't just watch the bodybuilder lift himself. Okay. You do the bodybuilding and then come back and um, level up. Love you. Talk to you soon. And infinite love.